This is Rewired Radio with Erica Spiegelman, addiction and wellness specialist, motivational speaker, and author, helping individuals, couples, and families regain a sense of control, leading to personal growth, wellness, and a more fulfilling life. Here's Erica Spiegelman. Welcome, everyone. Oh, today we have such a great show. We're going to be discussing taming the wild online world and the digital world for all of us can sometimes feel like the wild, wild west, but it's a world most of us simply can't stay away from. Whether we're online for fun or because our business depends on it, it's important to really understand the do's and don'ts of the online space. My guests today, Jacqueline and Liana Hepter, are the founders of The Social Movement, which helps individuals and brands harness the amazing powers of social and digital media. They're here to talk to us today about what's inspired them as sisters um, when they found The Social Movement, and we'll share some tips for our audience in keeping sane in this digital world. Jacqueline and Liana, Welcome to the show. So happy to have you with me today. Hey, thank you for having us. Thank you so much. We're so excited. I'm so excited. I mean, who better than you two? I mean, I I met these two beautiful sisters online, actually, through Instagram, um, connected with them in that way. And, you know, it's just amazing. Those are, you know, those are the great, I think the great can like those connections are the greatest part of, of social media. And then also, you know, it's funny when I, when I was talking to you guys, you, you called it like the good, the bad, the ugly. And that was actually the the title of a book I, I was kind of starting to write um, because it is, there is so many different aspects to this digital world. So I want to just talk to you guys about um, really what, what your company social movement is about and how you became interested in it. So we started this company about three and a half years ago. We saw a really big need for um, businesses to kind of get online. And a lot of businesses, I guess, didn't really know how to kind of share their message through all these amazing platforms and through this online world. So we saw a really big need for it. We were both in full-time positions at the time in social media for companies. And Mm -hmm. on the side, we had small businesses and brands reaching out to us for contracts to manage their social accounts. So we figured, you know what, this would be a great opportunity for us to kind of step back and to do it on our own. That's so great. So, so when people like come to you and they have a business, like for me, I I totally relate and understand this. I have a business too, and I'm not the most tech savvy. I mean, how important is it for people to kind of get, you know, a quick like education on this stuff and really how does it propel businesses forward? Do we all have to be on social media? Um, Me and Jackie actually talk about this all the time. I think that it's really important in order for businesses to evolve today um, to be on social media. I think that the future and just how everything is going is just so on the online world. And it's just such a big place um, where people are spending their time. So we literally, we have this conversation, we go back and forth about it quite a bit. And we both believe that in order for businesses to kind of evolve in the future and to maintain um, their livelihood, it's extremely important and crucial for them to be online. Yeah. Yeah. Even sales and like, even for sales and stuff too, it's a great way to sell your product. You know, so many individuals now make decisions based on what they see online and it's really important Mm -hmm. for businesses to leverage that. Oh, totally. So, I mean, so do you, do you think, I mean, do you, do you understand the psychology of it? Is that helpful for us to understand? Like you just said, you know, the way that ads come up now and, and they, they're actually, you know, they're pretty deliberate and they, they know who their target audience is. Like how, how do we begin to understand that? And how have you guys as individuals, um, gotten to know this so well? So, um, 
it's a very interesting question. So it's very true. Like I noticed, like I'm getting, I'm getting married at the end of September. And as soon as I changed my status on Facebook, I was getting bombarded with all ads that had to do with weddings and photography. So if you do it properly, it's actually a great thing. The great thing about these online platforms is that people are giving up their information so easily. So it's such a great tool for businesses, whether you're selling hand cream or whether you're selling bathing suits or whatever your business may be. Um, there's so many different resources through these online social media platforms to target those specific audiences and to be able to sell your products to them. So it's really, it's just unbelievable. I think something also that's really important is brands need to be authentic. You know, like you said, it is kind of about psychology and making sure that you're coming off in a way that isn't overselling yourself. You want people to mm-hmm. want about your product and believe in what you're selling in an authentic way. Right. Right, exactly. And and so like so for instance like you know you're getting married and and some company, you know, somehow pays they pay for information on on you basically and they pay for this information. Is that like, you know, is is does that bother you guys at all like kind of that invasion of privacy just as a personally like that kind of like you don't have any anonymity like if people really don't want to you know let's say get things sent to them because they're into surfing or they're into this or they're into that they just want a little they want to use social media to connect but don't always want to be bombarded by those things is there ways to protect ourselves or do you you guys deal with that Mm -hmm. yeah you can absolutely block certain things from coming into your feed you cannot follow brands that you know, you don't want to see information from. There's absolutely ways to go around it. You just have to sort of filter out what you're seeing in your feed because at the end of the day, you control what you see on social media. So you control your own feed. So it's important Mm -hmm. to remove things that you don't want to see, unfollow things that you don't want to look at, and that'll sort of help you navigate your way in it safely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and these online platforms like Facebook or Instagram, they know they have options where you can opt out of certain notifications, you can opt out of certain Uh people's, you know, if it's like an boyfriend or somebody you want to see or a brand that you're just not interested in you can opt out of any type of engagement with those people and Facebook they know those kinds of things and it's all a part of an algorithm yeah you know something I'll never forget is a couple years ago I went I was working with Michael Kors and I went to New York City and I went to a Facebook conference Um, this guy that worked at Facebook he stood in front of everybody and he said you know we can help you make sales we can help you sell to certain people you know we take the information of your potential clients and your followers and fans and we use that to sell your products. And this one woman, she raised her hand and she said, but isn't that unethical, you know, that we have to mm. give you this information? And the guy replies and he goes, yeah, it's unethical, but it's really up to you. If you want to sell, you'll do it. So I think at the end of the day, a lot of these brands are sort of like selling their souls because they just really want to make sales, you know? So it's really up to the consumer to be smart about their information because the brand at the end of the day, they're not going to be the ones to hold back. They want to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to ask you guys personally, since since you're like young and you have your finger on the pulse to all of this and just as as two individual women in the world, like how do you balance because I you know, I work a lot with people um, in getting well and creating balance in their life. So how do we balance like what is your advice for people that are listening out there that that are a little bit overwhelmed by social media or let's say it's getting in the way of their relationships or they start comparing themselves to others? I mean, right. there is a lot of responsibility in what we put out there. And and, you know, like I, I sometimes I started to get anxiety years ago, like following certain people. When I first got on Instagram, I just started following like all these models and all these people just because I thought it'd be fun and then before I knew it I'm like looking at other people's lives and looking at other people's bodies and you know I was just like I don't really want to take in all this information all the time I don't really want to see how someone's on a boat and you know so I mean how do we begin to like help heal our culture in a way too and give people the the like 
the awareness to have these boundaries for themselves? And how important think, do you guys think that is? Well, I definitely think it's very important to unplug, you know, just as much as it's important to be in the online world. Sometimes you need to take a step back. You know, at the end of the day, I get home from work six, seven o'clock. I hand my phone to my husband and I say to him, do not give this back to me until tomorrow, because it's important, yes, to be online. and Yes, to look at what's going on. But it's also crucial to unplug from all of it and to remind yourself that it's not necessarily the real world. You know, there's, in my opinion, right. there's two types of people on social media. There's people that are just looking to connect with their friends. And then there's people that are really looking to use it to brand themselves. So you need to sort of understand what your goal is. And it'll help, if you understand, like, sort of what your reasoning is for being on social media, it'll help you navigate it a little bit better and maybe not take things or not compare yourself so much to others when you're not really using it to brand yourself. You're just using it to connect with your friends. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. And and also to to be mindful of the people you're following if they're branding yeah. themselves cuz sometimes people just think that's their real life, but really they have a they have ulterior motives, they're selling things, they're, you know, yeah. they're they have yeah, contracts absolutely. with bigger companies, you know. That yeah, that's like, like what, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but also in a way like Jackie and I have had this conversation before as well. It can be difficult sometimes when you see people, you know, if you're not having a great day or you're not having a good work week or you're just not feeling great about yourself and you're seeing people who look fabulous or who are doing so amazing. But in a lot of ways, I find social media can be a way to um, motivate yourself. Like there's a lot of other influencers that I see online that at the beginning I was like a bit more negative when I would look at their pages. But instead of being negative about it, I kind of turned around my whole you know, outlook on it and I use it in a positive way and I find it's helped inspire me and I feel like Jackie feels the same way. And we've used it in a way to kind of manifest our lives and to kind of, you know, get fit or work out or whatever it is that we're looking for. So in a way, I think it can be positive in that sense. Okay, so could you give us an example of that? Because I think that's a great point. And and I know, like, for me, I, I always teach how to help people reframe, you know, like see things and use it to, you know, not what are, what what is your loss, but to motivate you. Right, exactly. So 100%. Can, you give, can you give an example Definitely. of that? Yeah. Absolutely. So before before we started the business, I remember we would see other um, entrepreneurs or influencers or anybody like that online. And I felt like both of our outlooks were a bit more negative. It would be like, oh, this person's posting this or, you know, everything, all of our reactions to it were more on our end as opposed to their end because it was just us seeing that and kind of wanting to be a part of it. So Jackie mm-hmm. and I would go back and forth about it. And we said, you know what, instead of sitting and being negative about it, we should use it in a way to inspire us and to just, you know, like if, it, if it's somebody working out or somebody working at business or whatever it is, we should use those things and those tools in our lives to get the things that we want out of it. And I find that that's been extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sort yeah, of like absolutely. thinking those certain things that we see instead of feeling negative, being like, okay, I want something like this. I want to do something like this. So instead of using it in a bad way, use it in a positive way and figure out how you can become like that if that's what you want, you know, mm-hmm. or, or like I said, or just unplug from it and make sure that you you know, like I said, you have to understand like what your purpose is on social media. So, you know, not taking it so seriously, I think is also a really good tip. Mm, oh, that's a great tip. Yeah, I have, I have um, two little cousins who are teenagers and I, and we, I was with them on a trip. Um, we were away um, having a beautiful time, like on an island, you know, just, just like everything was great. And they were, and one of them gotten really upset and sad. And, and I was like, what's going on? And, you know, and she posted something and she didn't get enough likes in, in the amount of time she thought was appropriate. And she took it down and was like really upset. And I was like, oh my gosh, this, this like, what is going on? 
it is the wild wild west this is such a new this is such a yeah. new world and a new a new new thing that's part of our culture that really affects people emotionally mentally mm-hmm. you know in, in such in such deep ways and without the awareness like you guys have or I have or you know certain obviously people that are more I think um, wise and, yeah. and lived a little bit more and, and have seen things yeah. in a different way I think it's really hard for this next generation yeah, it definitely scares me today, you know, thinking about kids in high school on social media. When we were in high school, Facebook was like just starting to come out, or I think we were on MySpace, and it wasn't mm-hmm. at the level that it was today. And I definitely yeah. feel bad for today's youth. You know, the fact that they equate like their, you know, their worth with life. Yes. You, know, it's, you can't do that because at the end of the day, it's all a game. It's not, mm-hmm. none, I mean, yeah, some of it is realistic to connect with your friends, but most of what you're seeing online is curated and it's not right. necessarily someone's real life. And you have to remember that. It's really important. Yeah. And I speak to a lot of younger kids, my younger cousins and just family friends that are a bit younger. And I try to tell them, you know, don't take it so seriously. Have fun with it. And, you know, the personal conversations are so much more important than a comment on an Instagram account. You know, it's, it's more important to speak to people in real life and develop those real kinds of relationships. These likes and stuff doesn't really mean anything. Right. Absolutely. I'm so happy you said that. Yeah. And, and that they're curated. I love that word. And I think that that's, um, I think that's so important to remember. And in like, just like it's, it's powerful to have all of this connection. It's also, it's also important to realize that, you know, there's, there's other things at hand, like photoshopping and this and that, you know, so we oh, have yeah. to look at all, we have to look at all the angles, I think, um, and teach, teach kids for sure. Like educate them. Um, yeah. And sometimes, me and Jackie have also had this conversation. We've had brands that have come on board and worked with us that have asked us to, you know, with, with a clothing brand or a skincare brand. We've had them ask us to Photoshop certain photos. Even for me, like I, I was working with a bathing suit company a little while ago and um, they had asked me to post something and I think they wanted like an edit on the photo and I refused to post it because at the end of the day, I think it's also about if you're using um, the online world and if you do have a strong platform, it's about being smart about it because you want your audience, you know, you want it to be as authentic as possible. And Jackie and I try really, really hard with everything that we share to make it as real as possible not to edit our photos yeah okay like to add brightness or to add some color but in terms of like physically editing that's a whole other ballgame that we refuse to get into yeah we try to keep it as real as possible yeah well, because then, then you you really are. If you're purchasing something or you're buying into something, then it, you're really getting what what is advertised, not something that you know is completely different. So that's that's yeah, that's fantastic. yeah, and exactly. it's important. Yeah, it's important too. Like even with the products and stuff that we are sharing, or all these influencers now share online, rep something that you believe in. You know, don't rep products that don't work and that aren't going to do anything for your followers because that'll tarnish your name. You know, I try to mm-hmm. share things whether it be, uh, like like Leanna said, beauty products or bathing suits, whatever it is, I try to make sure that what I'm sharing I actually like because I don't want to post something and tell my followers to buy it if it doesn't work because that ruins like sort of my authenticity and the authenticity right. of the brands that I'm trying to represent. Absolutely. So, so what do you guys see as the most important, um, influence, like the most influential um, platform right now? Or do you feel like there's like a top three? Um, this is a that's a really really great question. Yeah. Personally, I really think it's personal preference. Like I think that uh-huh. some brands, if you look at people like as big as the Kardashians or whoever it may be that are you know in that world or have so much exposure, if you look at like the Facebook of some of the the Kardashian sisters, they're very very low engagement and very low followers. But then you look at your Instagram and their engagement is really high and they have 
ton of followers and a ton of likes. Mm-hmm. So I really think it depends on the brand and what you're trying to do. Even when we bring on a business or a brand or somebody that we're working with, a lot of the conversations are about which platforms they should be on because, you know, it really varies all across the board. It's depending on what you're trying to sell and what you're trying to get across. But I know Jackie's going to agree with me that for us personally, Instagram is our platform. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, Instagram has been an amazing way for us to connect with so many different people. We've made so many sales for our clients on Instagram. We've connected with so many amazing people. Yes, we love Facebook and Pinterest and LinkedIn and all that other stuff. But for mm-hmm. us right now, we get the most return for our clients on Instagram for sure. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say I Facebook like, is second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it still? Yeah, because I, because I think people, everyone has Instagram. I know, like I know the Kardashians, they're not on Facebook and I know certain people aren't on Twitter anymore. Like, you know, I think, I think people hire other people, whether it's like, yeah. you know, right. sport, sports celebrities. I know a lot of sports people, they, they're not on Facebook, but they do have Instagram accounts, you know, yeah. they're, they're personally yeah. on there themselves. So they see, yeah. you know, I think that's I mean. also, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's also why people like Instagram so much, because like, for example, Kim Kardashian, you know, if you go on her Facebook, she didn't post that. If you go on um, Instagram, she did post that. People want to mm-hmm. see things that are actually coming from her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. But the thing with absolutely. Facebook is you have to pay to play. You know, I remember years ago when I was working at Playboy, Facebook is not what it is today. I would post something and like it would go in everybody's feeds and I didn't even have to spend money on it. Now, if I want my content to be seen on Facebook and if I want to make sales for the client, I have mm-hmm. to pay to play. Facebook ads are a beast and it's really the only way. That's the problem with Facebook, I feel, is that it's just too expensive now and it's hard for brands to get any kind of return without spending money. And I think that over the next few years, you're going to see Facebook's going to become like less and less and less. And I think Instagram is going to take over more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. But that's what's the beauty of hiring someone like you guys is is that you are actually doing the um, the research and you are like, you know, you're seeing the trends and you're seeing what's going on. And that's, I think, what's wonderful is that people that don't have the time to do that or don't have the interest or don't have the, you know, knowledge around it, that's where you guys step in. So Absolutely. Um, it's so definitely, can, can you, you know, we're, this industry keeps us on our toes because it's always changing. You know, yes. Instagram, you know, they, they release a new feature. We have to know about it. So that's the thing. We love this industry and it's, you know, we love to research it and find out more because it's, you know, it's our job and it always keeps us on our toes and we're always learning and we're always growing. So it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, so how, so can you guys tell me a little bit, just like a quick personal story of, of what, what has gotten the two of you into this? Like what is your personal connection to, to all of this and maybe like some, you know, s- the way you were raised or, or something that had, had, you know, is it just that you, you've been working for companies that led you to this point? Um, well, you know, we were always kind of business savvy. Our dad from a young age, you know, taught us that money doesn't grow on trees and <laughs> he sort of instilled this like hardworking, like, like backbone in us and always That's said, great. you got to work hard. And so we always wanted to work together and it just sort of kind of worked out. I ended up getting a job for a really big brand. I was working for Playboy for a while doing their social media Then I was working at Michael Kors and doing their social media. And while this was going on, Leanna and I kept saying, you know, we wish we could go into business together. We'd love to work in social media together. And I don't know, one, somebody wanted to work with us and then another person wanted to work with us. And we ended up putting our jobs and going into business. My father sort of helped us kind of figure out, like, we didn't know anything about business. If it wasn't for my father, we would probably be doing this freelance. But because of him, he's helped us establish like a real business. So that's you know, we're great. very, very grateful. But we always use social media from a young age, 16, 17 years old. We were 
club promoting in different clubs around, maybe not 16, 17, probably above, <laughs> above 18. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, were, we were club promoting and we would use social media to promote what we were doing. And from a young age, yeah. 18 years old, we were saying to each other, wow, like we've been able to reach so many people so quickly. Yeah, we would so, do. Right. Yeah, we would run events at clubs or whatever it was, and we would say, how can we get as many people as possible? Because at the time, obviously, what was the, what was trending for stuff like this was people just handing out cards on the street. And Jackie said, you know what? We should create events on Facebook. This was before mm-hmm. events even existed. So it was literally just a posting. And we should say, you know, this time, this place, free drink, whatever it is. And it was unbelievable. We did a posting. I remember we had um, we did a campaign for, like, one of our first uh, – like club nights and it was just unbelievable the response that we received from Facebook so we were just like wow this works it was unbelievable yeah and even before we went into business together we you know years ago right before before I even worked for Playboy I wanted to work in social media and it's ironic Mm -hmm. because my father said to me what is social media it's not a real industry and blah 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 and now so like proud of us and so understanding of what social media is but it took him a long time to understand and even for me you know I started this blog years ago it was like an experiment and I would write about anything I would write about like if some celebrity had a baby I would write about it like really quickly and because I wrote about it so fast so many people would come to my blog and within like a year I got like almost a hundred thousand hits and it was just so funny because it was truly an experiment and a way for me to kind of teach myself because we never learned any of this in school nowadays I know so many people that are doing social media classes and I always say what are they teaching you and what are you learning and it's funny because Mm -hmm. we have to learn all of this on our own and we're still Mm -hmm. learning every day as we grow Mm -hmm. and as things evolve that's so cool and and I think that's the best way to do it is is just to like experience it yourself like you said and and so do do you still write or do you still have this blog or was it just something that like propelled you to the next next thing yeah it it propelled me it was sort of what got me my job at Playboy um the girl mm -hmm. that hired me actually looked at my blog and um it, it helped me get in the door so I'm very very grateful for everything that it did for me and everything that I learned from doing it definitely that's that's so cool and and you know what that's really where I I I like I just love that you shared that story because I think that's really where everybody needs to hear these messages of like, you know, nothing is in vain. And I think every experience that we do have leads us to kind of our next, our next best move or like our, you know, our highest purpose or whatever that is. I think everyone needs to just do what, what feels right in the moment and not really worry about what the end goal is. Like, it sounds like you, both of you kind of had an intention, but didn't, didn't put too much pressure on yourself to get there. just kind of went and and it, it happened organically. Yeah, yeah as, long as, you, as long as you work hard and you stay positive, you know, things usually tend to work out. You just have to yeah. work really, 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 really hard. And you got to have a positive attitude. you got to believe that you can do it. Believe in yourself. And, you know, the results, they'll come. And, you know, for us, we're just very grateful because we always wanted to work together. And when I started doing social media for these big brands, you know, Liana, she moved to Toronto. And we, were, we didn't know if we were ever going to be able to come back together and work together. And, you know, the universe had another plan. And I'm just so grateful, you know, came one client, we came another client. And here we are three years later working together. And we're so grateful for all of it. And we love what we do. Definitely. And it's been a way for the two of us, especially because we live in separate cities. Like Jackie said, I moved to Toronto um, a few years ago. So it's been a way for us. We never imagined us living in separate cities. Like if you ask our friends who we grew up with, they would be like, there's no way these two are attached at the hip. So when I moved, it was very, very scary. But this has also been just such a beautiful way to bring us together. So it's been extremely special. Yeah. And especially how it all kind of worked out. Because when she moved, we didn't imagine that things would end up like this. And now we're so grateful that one of us is in Montreal and one of us is in Toronto. We have two markets and we're just really grateful for all of it. 
And how often do you guys see each other? How far is that from one another? Not often enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's about a uh, it's about a forty five minute plane ride, so it's not bad. Or six hour drive. We I think we see each other about at least I would say once a month. Sometimes we'll go two months, but I'd say we try our best to do once a month, especially now yeah. lately because just with all the celebrations and, and the wedding wedding stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been really like she's my maid of honor, so we've definitely been really right. trying to keep that going. Oh, that that's so exciting! Congratulations. That's really Thank nice. Thank you. Yeah, I think I I think it's also just just nice to hear that, you know, I feel like you guys have a really healthy relationship and communicate in such a great way. And, you know, I, I obviously that comes with being twins, but I, I but it, it but it does take effort. And, and I really it's it's oh, just yeah. good. It's good to, to learn how to, you know, I think we, we forget to communicate and we forget, I think, to. To, to really like call one another and see one another these days, not just our families, but gen- people in general. I just, you know, um, I was talking to my brother this morning. One of them lives in New York and he was like talking about a conversation he had with his girlfriend via text and all these misunderstandings that happened. And I said, you know what? You got to just get on the face to face, first of all, yeah. or get on the phone. But I just, I, I feel like that's another thing that comes up a lot around communication is that we don't, we, we forget that we can actually be vulnerable, call each other up for help, ask, you know, ask questions that we may not ask. And, and I just want to encourage, I would try to encourage people to, to get off the phones and then to get off the texting. I mean, it's great for some things, but I think also for really personal and intimate relationships, we need to like, Oh, absolutely. And even for the two of us, you know, we communicate all day long about work. So when we do see each other, we make sure to put our cell phones away, Mm pour a glass of wine, sit outside, like really enjoy each other's company. And, you know, New Year's Eve, we we both decided we're not going to take our cell phones with us. We're like, let's leave our phones (laughs) at home. Which was like, yeah. It was amazing. Let's just be together and be in the moment. And it's just so important, like you said, to communicate and to get away from your phones and keep those real relationships going. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So you guys have any advice for, for, since both of you are in, in romantic relationships, um, that anything that you guys have done in your relationships that have helped bring you closer and remain, you know, more in a healthy, healthy way of like communicating and being present with your partners? I think, sorry, go go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead, Nana. Mm -hmm. I think that it really just comes down to our partners. It was important for us to make sure that they had a great relationship. And again, I always, Jack and I have always had this conversation that we felt like we were each other's soulmates. So I think that our, you know, my fiance and her husband really understand that they're, you know, obviously my fiance comes first to me and I know her husband comes first to her, but Jackie's right there along with him. And I know Jackie feels the same way. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you, guys. I, I'm so sorry. I want to have you on longer. We have so much to talk about. But where, where can people find you? Give 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 everyone your information. Um, you can find us on, on Instagram at Jacqueline Hefter or at Liana Hefter or socialmovementlj.com is our website. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys so much for being with me today. Thanks we'll have all the information. Us. We'll have all the information up online too. Oh, it's such a pleasure and I hope to have you Thank guys you. with me soon. It's been so much fun. Thanks so much, Erica. Of course. You're listening to Rewired Radio on Radio MD. I'm Erica Spiegelman. Thank you all for joining me today and stay well.